Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode four of The Raw and the Cooked. I'm your host, Dara Boxer. Um, apologies in advance for any thunder you may hear or the sound of intense, never relenting rain. It has not stopped pouring all week over here in St. Louis. My allergies are going bananas, and that is exactly why I sound like this today. Well, today is a cooking episode, but more accurately, today's episode centers around kitchen systems being implemented on a daily basis. Um, so we're going to talk about little doable changes that actually have big results. Um, will make you want to actually be in your kitchen, cook in your kitchen, and yeah, let's just dive right into it. So this might seem like a no brainer and high five if you're already doing this, but cleaning up after every single meal is key. And this cleanup has two parts to it. So step one is the obvious clean. The one that you gave yourself the high five for, you know, the extent of this cleanup is completely up to you, but at an absolute bare minimum, your dishes need to get washed and either put away or in the dishwasher, um, an empty sink guys, like that's the goal, right? Just the empty sink. And then anything that needs to get put back in the fridge or the pantry or the cabinets goes away. And like I'm talking any food or ingredients or whatever. Um, and if you want to do a quick spray mop or wipe down, like even better bonus points. And so now this is step two, and this is what I like to call the sweep. So our kitchen has a way of just collecting things right throughout the day, like toys, books, laptops, sweaters, random papers, mail that came in, um, packages that you have to unbox, um, stuffed animals. It just, I feel like our countertops are magnets for just stuff, which is fine. Um, you know, I don't, I don't like mind the stuff, but after every meal I do my sweep, um, because if not, the kitchen just like looks insane by the time I get started on dinner. Um, I just, I don't know, like there's, it just, it creates like anxiety. Um, and it just, yeah, just not a fan of it. So anyway, I, I literally like have to collect all of the things and just put them either in a basket, um, to be put away later or just like run things to like where they belong. Um, right. So just, it, it's, I know it sounds so simple, but there's just really nothing worse than walking into the kitchen to prep dinner and having to like either clean up dishes from lunch first or move things off the counters to get started. It's just such a gross feeling, but you know, that's my, that's my problem, but I, I know I'm not alone here. Right. Um, and your anxiety can essentially just be zero when you walk into like a clean ish kitchen, you know, you can like breathe, plug in AirPods, boot up a podcast or an audiobook, pour yourself a glass of wine, and just like meal prep away, right? Like knowing that you just don't have like any stuff to do before you can get started cleaning. Okay, so now I am going going to discuss your kitchen cabinets and drawers. And without diving too far into the subject of decluttering, just know that a kitchen purge is going to feel so good if you haven't done one recently. So decluttering anything, and like I'm talking like in any cabinet, any drawer, like anything that is in your kitchen that like is accessible, right? So you're going to want to declutter anything that's broken, something that you haven't used in at least a year, have too many duplicates of, right? Like when we moved from DC, like I ended up finding like three vegetable peelers and it's a long story why I had three, but like just 
just get rid of them, right? Like donate them, toss them, give them to someone who needs it. Um, you know, tubware that doesn't have the matching top, those coffee mugs that are never used that are in the back of the cabinet, water bottles that are missing parts, right? Like I'm just giving you permission right now to toss or donate any of it. And that includes China that you've never used from your mother or your grandmother. Um, just a quick story. And I'm so sorry, mom, if you're listening to this, uh, when, when we were relocating to St. Louis, my mom had offered to give me her grandmother's China. And I knew that it's something I would never use, not want to take the time to clean. And like, I'm just completely not interested in just like having stuff that doesn't mean anything to me. And I turned it down. So she offered it to my cousin who happily accepted it. Um, I don't think she's ever used it or has any plans to ever use it, but you know, it's just not something that I'm interested in. And I know a lot of my friends struggle with this too, like parting with any special dishes or, or pieces that they don't have any personal connection to, but like it was gifted to them and they feel like they should hold on to it. And I'm just going to tell you right now, like you don't, you can just let it go and it's okay. Um, yeah. So, and, and that's like a whole other topic right now. But, um, anyway, the goal of, of this purge is really just to like open your drawers and know that everything in there is used regularly is functional and like you're not just like moving out of the way like there was like three broken wooden spoons to get to like the good one right um and and more onto that where like reorganize your cabinets so they like actually make sense and your cooking has a nice flow to it I know everyone's kitchen is different, so it's like impossible for me to give anything but garden variety advice as far as like that is concerned. Um, but the one piece I can is that your kitchen real estate is very important and you don't want to put items that are rarely used in very accessible spots, right? Like everyone has those like three cabinets that are like really hard to access or like you need to get the step stool out like the ones like over the fridge or over the stove or like you have to climb on top of a counter to get to right like the ones that like I mean those are the cabinets that you need to reserve for things that you bust out like once a year right like that turkey pan or whatever um so yeah just move things around um I rarely use our blender I use it maybe like I don't know, once a month. Um, so it's, it's just tucked in the back of a corner cabinet and that's fine. Right. But like my pots and pans and Pyrex containers are used every single day, multiple times a day. Um, so they are neat, organized, and very easy to access. Um, so that is step two, uh, organizing kitchen cabinets and drawers. Um, so not only purging, but reorganizing. So it makes sense. And I know that's a big one because that can definitely be a project if you haven't done this in a long time. Um, so, you know, just take it slow. Uh, next time you open a drawer when you're looking for, I don't know, like a slotted spoon and you see one that you don't really like, or doesn't work in the way you want it to just get rid of it. Right. So just one small step at a time. Okay. So 
step three, um, I'm going to recommend that you have somewhat of a meal plan in place. And if you're like, Oh, where do I even start? Oh my God. Good news for you. Episode two of this podcast of the raw and the cooked, um, is all, is all about, all about, all about meal plan. So go back and listen to that. It's, I, I think it's a good one. Um, and it'll just help you get started. Um, and so, you know, the benefits of having a meal plan in place, it ultimately saves you time and money, energy. It keeps your portions under control. It reduces food waste. It stops you from ordering fast food, reduces stress around meal times um, by trying to cook something last minute. And when you don't have the ingredients and like, did I mention it stops you from making unhealthy decisions? Like seriously, like that should probably have been number one, like get a meal plan. Like that will make your kitchen so much happier and a more joyful place to be in. Like when you know what you want to cook that night or, or have the ingredients already purchased and ready to go. Right. So a meal plan, um, and step four is, is going to tie together the meal plan and the kitchen organization. You're probably like, Oh my God, what could it be? It's your pantry. So a big portion of, um, of your, your preparation and like proper planning when it comes to meal plan is making sure you don't run out of your staple goods. Um, right. So to do that, I highly recommend decanting anything bagged or that comes in a box into clear containers and the OXO like pop-up containers. Um, I know they're a little pricey, but they can be found at home goods for much cheaper. Um, and before you roll your eyes, (laughs) this is not for Instagram. This is for your sanity. It's super easy to see when you're running low on anything that is stored in clear containers. I store rice, quinoa, couscous, dried beans, popcorn, Cheerios, goldfish, crackers, tortilla chips, like anything that comes in a bag, like our dried fruit, large variety of nuts. Um, There's just something so visually unpleasant about seeing rolled up like little plastic bags with like those clips or like cardboard boxes that are in like all different shapes and sizes that are like hastily like rolled back in or like folded terribly and like tossed back in the pantry. Like it's just, ugh. like I, I, I'm not obviously not going to say the name, but I had a, a client who had a, like a decent sized pantry and it was just completely disorganized and chaotic. And anytime I went in to look for something that I needed to use, I had to move like several empty cardboard boxes of food. And there were like seven other of those same type of boxes because like they never knew when they were out of anything because there were just empty box. It was just total madness. And like, yeah, just, it was so haphazard and, um, it just makes me shudder when I think about it. So yeah, it's just, um, let's just, let's just organize our pantry, right? Like the containers, it, it forces you to put them back nicely. And you always know with one quick glance what you're running low on. Um, and in the show notes, I'm going to include a picture of what our pantry looks like. And I, I just want to say, like, before you look at this picture, I am very blessed and grateful that I have a very lovely walk-in pantry. This is the first time in my life that I've ever had this. Um, we're now in the suburbs, so we actually have room for a walk-in pantry, whereas in D.C., I, oh my God, uh, I essentially used like a cabinet in my kitchen, which was pretty unfortunate because we were running low on cabinet space to begin with. Um, and so I just, I never really had like a proper pantry. So I'm, I'm definitely like 
uh, I'm very excited about it. So anyway, um, yes. And this is not sponsored by OXO. I'm just a really big fan of this system. Um, so it also brings me to my next point, which is please declutter your pantry. Anything that you purchase for a recipe, like any like spice or specialized like sauce or whatever that you used once, didn't love, just get rid of it. Like just get it out. Um, you know, those new snacks at Trader Joe's that you like tried one of, but you have like four more and you just don't really want to eat them and you know, you're not going to eat them. Just get it out. Um, and I believe you can donate in certain ingredients to um, different shelters or organizations. And I know every city and county has different rules on that, but I know that if you do a little bit of research, you can find out like if you wanted to donate or just, you know, you could throw it out, whatever. Um, but I will include something in the show notes there if you wanted to donate responsibly because, you know, it's, you're, you're not using it like someone else should. So, um, right. If you're not using something like regularly and it's not in your, it's not in your weekly or even monthly rotation, just get it out. You want a simple and streamlined pantry and it will make your life a lot easier when you go to look for something or you're shopping. And it also simplifies your meal planning. So just pay attention to like items that you regularly use and are regularly buying. And then you can stock up if you have room, right? Like, I know that I go through a lot of vegetable broth and a lot of canned tomatoes. Um, We go through a lot of rice and having less in my pantry allows me to bulk up and buy more. So yeah, um, those four items, um, the the first being uh, the cleanup after every meal, Uh, this part 1B is, is the sweep of all the things that your magnet counter collects during the day. Um, step two is organizing your kitchen cabinets in a way that makes sense and decluttering it. Um, step three is the meal plan. And step four is organizing your pantry efficiently. Um, so I think those four steps or action plans or, or however you want to look at it, um, I, I think that'll really change how you utilize your kitchen and your space. And I hope that it allows you to run a, a smooth and, and well-organized kitchen. Um, and yeah, hopefully keeps the chaos at bay. So um Again, I'm just a really big believer that before any actual cooking can get done, your your kitchen needs to run functionally. Um, so these are these are the steps um, and little things that can really impact you greatly, and and hopefully it, it helps you out. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode four, and I would love to end this um, with uh, what I am reading currently. So I actually just finished Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. She is one of, I wouldn't say my favorite authors, but I really like her. I loved Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, and I really, really loved Daisy Jones and Jones and the Sixth. Six, I'm sorry, Daisy Jones and the Six. It's kind of a tongue twister. Um, anyway, so I, I had a feeling I would, I would like Malibu Risings and I did. Um, I don't know if I like loved it as much as I loved her other two, but it was really good. Um, and 
I listened to it on audiobook. And of course the narrator was Julia Whalen. And if you listened to my last episode about podcasts, you know, I went like on and on about how much I love Julia Whalen as a narrator to audiobooks. So, you know, that definitely helped for sure. Um, so yeah, that is my, what I am reading slash read segment. Um, so yeah, thank you guys again for tuning in and Again, apologies on my voice today. Uh, it's the allergies. So yeah, if um, I I don't see you around, uh, you know, take care. <laughs>